Hi, this is Travis McElroy, your middleest good boy, and you're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Have fun! Thereupon, welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. My name is Haley Rose. My name is Lily Blue. And we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. Hi. I love you. Hey, I love you. We're once again in the same room with one another, everybody. How Please amazing is that? Send up a uh, signal flare so that we know you have received our joy. <clears throat> so um, today we are continuing with season two. Mm-hmm. Of Good Girls Polygon Wild. Good Boys Girls. <laughs> Season two, Good po- Girls Polygon Wild. Yes. So we're continuing with this, and um, the next logical thing after we did Peacecraft is to go back in time. Bam, 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 bam. Gotta get back in time. <laughs> um, so, Doc, so. Um, Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal. So what we're doing, of course, is what inspired the Peacecraft run, which is Pokemon Y Nuzlocke run. Griffin's Pokemon Y Nuzlocke run. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Go it's pure see it. Griffin playing Pokemon. What Griffin loves. Griffin, more than anything except his wife and child. More than Vor. More <laughs> than podcasts. More than... Music festivals. This is the rank of Griffin McElroy's love and interests. Number one, his Rachel. wife, and, Rachel, and child. No, child. Rachel. Rachel. Yes. Above child. Yes. I think they're on even playing field. We All can't right. really speak to that. Number one, Family. Rachel and Henry. Yes. Number two, Pokemon. Number three, his, his brothers. brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Vor. Okay, so... Um, Griffin, if you're listening to this, we love you. We love you. We still want you to record a bumper for us. Oh, my God, please. Sorry about that. We'll take back the Vor thing. If you record a bumper for but us. But only then. But only then. Also, if anybody knows Griffin McElroy, hit me up. Our DMs are open <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, so, okay. So, we are covering the Pokemon Y Nuzlocke Challenge. Yes. Um... And so this. Now wait, what is a Nuzlocke challenge? I'm glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> the Nuzlocke challenge is just a more hardcore way to play Pokemon. Um, it can work for any game uh, in the series, uh, except I guess Pokemon Go or P- Pokemon Puzzle League or Pokemon Stadium. Any normal Pokemon. Game. Any any standard issue Pokemon That's game. That's like. You're in the grass and you catch them, and then you go do battles with the ones you catch them. Mall. (laughs) (laughs) I have never played Pokemon. Oh, it's great. That's not true, actually. I've played half of Pokemon Moon, and then I got my Switch and got bored with my 3DS and stopped playing, which I do need to finish that game. And then I started playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and I'm... I need to keep playing it because it's very cute and wholesome and good. It's very good and wholesome and cute. And I like it because this is like not on topic, but I like Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu because it's just like an updated port of the original Pokemon. It's for 
exactly me. Right. They made this game specifically for me. But but also like I never played the original Pokemon and I always wanted to. Right. And so like now I basically can but new mm-hmm. and like that's cool. So like I get to share that like we get to share this together even though we're from like different. Yeah. Not, we're not I, really from different generations but we kind of are. I came up with the originals. My first fucking Pokemon game was was Pokemon Red. Yeah. On the Nintendo Game Boy Color, <laughs> and I had Pokemon Red, and I had Pokemon Yellow. You still have them. I still have them. I um, saw the cartridges in your bedroom. I do still have them. They're great. Um, and then later on, I played Silver, and then I think I dabbled in. No, Crystal was just the same series as Silver, so I didn't really move on to like Ruby and Sapphire, and then um. All the other ones after that, I, I fell off the planet. You know, I got busy being an asshole, so I didn't have time for Pokemon. I was one of those people who was like, there's so many Pokemon. What happened to the original 151? Um, but after Brian David Gilbert's rap, I have now embraced the entire Pokemon canon. Um, all 812. All 812, especially the dancing ones. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, playing that game is great, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, what we're talking about is Griffin playing Pokemon Y uh, as a Nuzlocke. And the rules of Nuzlocke, which mm-hmm. I was getting around to, is that if you um, you can only catch the first Pokemon you find in any area, um, provided it is not a Pokemon you have encountered before or caught before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Then there's like an addendum where you can catch another Pokemon in that area, right? No. Well, that's what it is. If you encounter a Pokemon, if your first Pokemon you encounter in an area is, is one, one you that have you have already, have already you can caught. catch a different one. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's one of the rules. And then the other rule is if your Pokemon dies in the game, it dies in real life. Um. So if your Pokemon faints in battle, you have to release it. And um, you can't use... He did an extra rule where he couldn't use... Healing items, healing in, items battle. in battle. And then... um. The other rules he came up with were unnecessary. He added them along the way. Oh, his battle mode is set. Basically, uh, he couldn't trade out the Pokemon. In normal game mode Pokemon, it's like, this trainer's about to use Blastoise. Who do you want to send out? And you're like, I'm Venusaur. And like, but in this one, it's just like, boom, Blastoise. What are you going to do? Oh, let me put out Venusaur. But then basically, you're guaranteed to take a hit. Um, So you have to play pretty competitively that way and pretty smart. And Which then is hard. after you complete a gym, this is the most brutalist one, is the after you complete a gym, you have to trade off a member of your winning team, like Wonder Trade. So yeah. you can possibly receive a cool Pokemon in return, or you can receive like 16 level one fucking Flabebes. <laughs> you know, like it could be anything. Yeah, a level one, uh, level one. Pelipper. Yeah. A level one, Wingle. Um, yeah, Wingle, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to think of the um, what's the bu- Caterpie? Yeah, Rattata or uh, Caterpie was the one I was thinking of. The yeah. bug. So the bug. The big. So um, I always loved Caterpie. Yeah, he's a cute friend. They're, I mean, they're, they're some of them are very cute. I really like the designs. They're great. Pokemon are phenomenal. But yeah. anyway, so Griffin set off on this journey in July twentieth of twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. And actually finished this journey on December fourteenth, uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. So he did this in less than five months, mm-hmm. which is 
pretty intense. Good job, Griffin. Yeah, considering all the and other. And he made shit it all the way doing. to the end, which is like he did really unusual for a Nuzlocke run. A lot of people yeah. lose. A lot of people lose straight up, which is like definitely a flex for Griffin, and the cast of characters along the way. My God. Oh my gosh, the friends we made along the way. I legitimately like the Adventure Zone made me cry. But this one, like, I got nearly there. I was, like, as close to crying at a Nuzlocke Let's Play as I could. I mean, like, there are some, like, super emotional moments mm -hmm. in this whole, like, it gets, because you get really attached. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's the other thing is you have to nickname every Pokemon oh, yeah. you catch. That's an unofficial rule, but yes, you have to nickname every single Pokemon you catch. So that you develop, like, an emotional bond. So that when they die, it is hurts. Is that really an unofficial rule? Because every yeah. Nuzlocke I've ever watched... App it's, uses that. It's an unofficial official rule. It's oh, okay. just—it's not like if you don't, people are not going to be like, "You didn't do a Nuzlocke run," but like everybody does. Yeah. So it's an unofficial rule. Um. So yes. So the starter. Oh, the other thing was for the starters and for the Gen One Pokemon, he used a you know a dice roller app online uh, that rolled a D three. Basically. Oh yeah, he picked picked random starter. Yeah, so he mm. couldn't like choose depending on what he needed just to make his life a little bit harder. Um, and so he wound up with a what is it? A Fennekin? Yeah. Um yeah, this is going to be The fun. fire type starter. Yeah, the fire type starter, the little fox fire starter. Um named it Yiffin after himself. Um And also furries. And furries and he uh, named himself Garbage Boy. Which, you know, that's appropriate. That's that's on brand, I'd I say. I mean, sure. I'd say that's on, on brand for Griffin. It's on brand for Griffin, but if part of me feels bad because he's not a garbage he, boy. No, he's not a garbage boy. He just, I think he thought it was funny <laughs> that his friends were calling him garbage boy. Yeah, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, um, now, there are several other major characters that make an appearance in this show. Um, most notably... And from, I think, yeah, the very, very it's the, beginning. It's the very it's the first, first episode. It is exactly 10 minutes and 14, 15 seconds in. Yeah, 10 minutes and 30 seconds in, whatever. Miss um, Beekman. Mm. Named after Beekman's World, the television show. A million wings. Six billion talons. Oh. Infinite feathers. 100 beaks. 100 beaks. Best eyes. The best eyes. We love See through Ms. anything. We love Miss Beekman. No spoilers or anything, but Miss Beekman is one of the best. Um, and then one of the other great plot um, plot lines is Seabreeze's whole thing. Yes. And oh my God, Seabreeze. Yeah, that one's pretty early. Uh, but but like it keeps coming back. Uh, the thing is, like, there's the there's this magic that happens in. McElroy content. Right. Where for like the most randomest perfect happenstances ha just occur. Which God. Like there's <laughs> like, no fucking way this could happen normally but like just like a miracle will occur in the wonder trade where like a fallen friend will return or and just it, like. No but it's just like it's I don't know how they do it but they always perfectly like happen to fall and stumble randomly upon meta narrative yeah. and like create story 
in something that shouldn't have story. Yeah. And like, it's so good. Like I, I have so much respect for them as like professional creators and like improvisers for what they do with their craft. It's like super incredible how they just kind of like happen to create these really meaningful, deep stories out of like situations that are totally random and like could end up not being anything, Mm -hmm. you know? And like the Nuzlocke run is a great example of that, of like a thing that's just like super random. And, you know, he gives himself all of these various like uh, requirements, right? And like things that are very specific and like affect the game in major ways like even just like rolling a dice to pick your starter right you know totally throw everything out of and like you know the whole like yeah it just it's great i mean like we really are trying hard not to spoil anything because we want to encourage you guys to go watch like it is a ride and it's long right it's but it's a it's a great thing to just like put on and like fold your laundry right. or like you know cook some food like and just ride along and then like something will draw your attention because it's just like what the hell is happening here right there's some phenomenal moments in this show where like something just down to the wire happens and uh griffin will like do a quick edit to draw your attention to it and i was like fuck let me see that again i watch it again i'm like hell yeah like i was in it i was pumped yeah <clears throat> and the other thing is like what uh, I'm thinking is the the battle with Hammer Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Every fucking time, and the the oh God. Well, that's the other thing is like you said, it's long, mm-hmm. but that's what's so great about it is like it's long, and so once you get through it one time, like all the way, if you leave it for a little bit, I know me especially, I have a tendency to like forget, especially all the little details, and yeah. so like every time I go back and watch it again, it's because like it's so dense. Yeah, there's always new things that mm-hmm. I like find or things that I was like, oh. I I don't remember this part. That even happened with Peacecraft too, which is yeah. not nearly as long. But you know, there were things that I went back and I was like, I definitely have seen these videos before, but I didn't remember this like one specific like joke that was made or right. like this one specific interaction or like uh, you know this part of the battle or whatever. And so like that's why I don't know. I just really appreciate this thing specifically, and it's just so wholesome yeah. and sweet. It's very sweet and wholesome. I think at one point he there's one great moment in this where he like cuts away and cuts back and he's like hey guys uh, I'm gonna have to wrap this video up pretty soon I'm pretty sleepy because I got a belly full of soup <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just it warms in my heart he's so good and it's just like that's a, this Nuzlocke run it's just like a little tiny nugget of pure joy that's mm-hmm. what it is it's Absolutely. just like pure joy in a YouTube series for sure um, and oh my god there's just so many like one-off little lines that like like stick out to me when I think about this show like you know I was uh, I was doubting getting all these water type pokemon all over the place but god damn it if I didn't need every single, single one, one of them. them my personal <sighs> favorite which I know is one that's quoted and cross-stitched all the time is when god closes a door he throws a sword through your window yeah Phenomenal work. Yeah. Oh, God. It's real great. Griffin, master, master verbal tapestry weaver. Golly. I love him. But yeah, no, it's, um, this show is really great and it's a long watch. I mean, it's 
20. It's 20 episodes. Yeah, 20 solid episodes. Each one is about 20 to 25 minutes long. Yeah. Um, the longest one I think is like 30. Episode 19. Yeah, it's like it's the Elite Four episodes. So yeah. There's a lot to go It's like go straight on through the Elite Four. And it is a gauntlet, y'all. Um, <clears throat> It is a lot. But, oh my oh. God. Yeah, hot topic. <laughs> That's right. He, he gets his hands on a... um. On a legendary Pokemon. But what was the other Pokemon that he, the electric type Pokemon that he like searched high and low for and eventually oh, found yeah. it in a trash can? It was um, uh, Rotam. Yeah. Um, and what did he name it? Oh, God. I, I don't remember. It. I don't remember. It's like, we got to watch it again. That's the thing is like, I got to keep watching him all over again. God, the other one is um, these demon dogs killed my friends. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Um, and yeah, then I want to talk about the lasting impact of this show on my actual gaming attitude sure. towards gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, I think we should take a trip to the Honey Zone. Okay, sure. Welcome to the Honey Zone. Hi, mm. here we are. Hi, here we are. Um, so... Um, <laughs> We're making honey. We're just a bunch of busy bees busy over here bees making, making honey. honey. Um, so I want to talk about a couple of shows on the network. Okay. Um, and those shows on the network are as follows. As follows. <laughs> we got. I don't know. We haven't plugged Overwitch in a minute. Sure. Uh, Overwitch is our good friends uh, Ray, Joe, and Terrence over there and they it's a video game podcast uh, where they talk about Overwatch and the latest Overwatch news mm-hmm. and challenge each other to fun uh, Overwatch challenges such as um, Heroes Never Die where they had to play through an entire match without dying once um, <gasps> that's hard yeah so they and then they report back about the challenges and then they spend the second half of the episode talking about a new video game or another video game that they all went and played and talked about and they review it and they review the game based on how much of their Overwatch time they're willing to commit to playing this other game. Yeah. Which is, I think, is a really clever and interesting way to advertise or to, to review a, a, a game. Yeah. brain stopped. And um, you were just on there recently. I was just on there recently, talking yeah. Talking about Kerbal Space Program. Kerbal Space Program, which they said they would not sacrifice any of their Overwatch time for but they would sacrifice their Overwatch League time for to watch me play Kerbal Space Program rather than watch someone play Overwatch. So I Which think is that's fair. That's valid. Although I think didn't Ray? I don't remember. Ray said he would sacrifice. His Ray Overwatch. said he would sacrifice time for but it because he's a sweet boy. big dork. Um, so yeah, that's Overwatch. You should check it out. Yes, you should. I would like to talk about another podcast on the network known as The Cryptid Keeper. Ooh, spooky. Mm-hmm. And um, we're actually very excited for The Cryptid Keeper. They just recently celebrated their 100th episode, Woo! which is amazing. We're so happy and so proud of them. They've worked so hard and come so far. And 
Not only but that. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. Sorry. I mean, ahead. it does matter. It's very important. But yes. even on top of that, uh, this summer, they're going to be the very first podcast on the network to have a live show Woo! in Chicago. You should go check it out. And so if you're nearby, I'm sure just keep your eyes up, your heads up, your ears and eyes peeled. I'm sure there will be some more information about like Don't ticket prices. and ears. Well, you know, whatever. Put on your good listing ears and your good thinking cap and your good looking eyes good looking eyes you know as you do when you're in kindergarten and um yeah go, ch- go check that out and check out the cryptid keeper it's a wonderful podcast where they talk about cryptids it's hosted by our good friends alex and addison they are wonderful wonderful people and just so funny and smart and quick talking and well educated and we just good talking too good, good. they're good at talking they're much good better at talking. at talking than we are we're bad at talking we're bad talking um, um but, but yeah, yeah no we they're great and we totally recommend their show please go check them out that is the cryptid keeper podcast and they air every single sunday on lunarlightstudio.com or wherever your podcasts are or found. wherever podcasts can be found Wait, wait, wait. We don't have time to do the intro song. This is a promo. Miles, yeah? introduce the show. All right. Uh, welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. I'm Mars. This is a podcast where each and every week we rediscover what makes music so special. Miles, what's the theme this promo? The theme this promo, the only promo, is a song that we think would be really good to use in a promo for our podcast. Mars, what's the song? The song is Thirst Shop by Macklemore because it's pretty recognizable. Hit that timer. 30 seconds. Go. All right, uh, Thrift Shop by Macklemore came out in 2012. And you know why it's a great song to use in a promo for your podcast, Mars? Why is that? Because the song is so dumb that it forces you to listen to what we're talking about. The only benefit to listening to Thrift Shop is knowing you're exactly three minutes and 52 seconds closer to death. Mars, why do you think it's a great song to use? That's really grim, Miles. I haven't listened to the song since 2013 when it came out, uh, but I really actually like the beat. I like the the weird vocal element to it in the beginning. Oh, shit, that's the timer. Oh, no, I, I wish you didn't talk about piss. <laughs> yeah, Mac- Macklemore said piss. Macklemore said piss. He also said gay rights. He also did say gay rights. Speaking of gay rights, you can find Artificial Ghost Radio on Lunar Light Studios at LunarLightStudio.com. Also at Spotify, iTunes, and wherever good podcasts are bought and sold. What are you buying, stranger? What are you selling? Come listen to us do the goblin voice every episode, I think. I want to talk about the fashions. (laughs) The fashions? Yeah. Griffin, um, in this- I spent so much money on hats. You did spend so much money on hats. No. Griffin. Yeah, Griffin did spend so much money on hats. Um, you spent very little money on hats, actually. You got a $5 hat I today. I got a $5. Okay, listen, y'all. Haley and I are going to Pride this weekend, and we went to Target to get gay clothes for Pride because, like, we had stuff, but, like, it's the 50th anniversary. We deserve to, like, be rainbowed out. So I yeah. got a fluffy rainbow skirt. And we were combing through the dollar section because, like, we walked into Target and there was a big shelf on the dollar section that had, like, little tiny flags and big flags and headbands that said, like, proud and love is love and, like, cute little backpack. It was, like, cheapy, cheapy $1 stuff. But I was digging around and I happened to just look over and I found 
a white baseball cap with a red with a um, rainbow heart on it. And I was like, this is cute. How much is this? Five dollars. It's mine now. And I put it in my cart. cart. Oh, I just slam dunked it in there like I was fucking Michael Jordan. I was ready to go. Slam dunk the funk. Um, Yeah, it was uh, very, very cute. It's cute. I'll put a picture (laughs) on Twitter if you're interested in seeing it. But But yeah, so we love the fashions. Um, And actually, you know what? I've always been into like getting the fashions just right in a game. Yeah. But I always kind of prioritize like function and game stuff over it, you know? I tend to do that too. I'm especially happy when a game provides me an opportunity to have fashion and function cuz like you know, I my favorite outfit I think I've ever been gifted in a game was uh Skyrim the uh fucking knights watch what's the the nightingale armor. nightingale armor is like the best armor in the game and it's also the coolest yeah. looking armor in the game <laughs> it's awesome it's, it's like very all good. black and skin tight and really great so like that's a great example but a lot of other games there's a there's a, um um a pro zd video about it oh. um where he is talking about like dressing in video games and he's like looking at different hats and one is like plus five, but one is like plus 10, but it's like a really ugly sun hat yeah. and he puts it on and then he com- he walks into the boss's chamber and the boss is like, oh, finally we meet. What the fuck are you wearing? And he's like, it's my ass kicking outfit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Like sometimes in games, you just have to dress like as An idiot. Yeah, because you have to be like fortified, but like, I don't want to sacrifice fashion for fortification. Yeah, I want to look good. And so in this game, Griffin takes every time he goes to a city, multiple times, in fact, he will go inside and have a fashion show. And he So there's a feature in the game where when you visit certain locations, you can get like a souvenir photo taken in front of like a, a monument or a house or oh, something. Oh, that's excellent. And... Um, there is a photographer, his name is Phil, mm-hmm. and a- after Phil takes your photo, he asks you to give him a tip, mm-hmm. and Griffin's like, Phil, my dude, I need this money for hats. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> um, it's really great. But uh, yeah, no, he spends it all on hats and fashions and like is struggling with the fashions the whole time, but it all pays off in the end with just like another wonderful meta narrative arc, I have to say. God. Um, but like it's very very fun and very very fashionable. He also changes for like the season because he goes into the <laughs> snowy place. He's like, it's far too cold for shorts. <laughs> I need a I need a nice warm coat. This boy's gonna catch a cold. Oh, I love Griffin Matthew. Um, and so like after I saw this, I was like, no, my fashions have to be on point in Absolutely. every game. And like I have spent so much fucking rupees. At the dye shop in Haitano Village. Oh my gosh, yes you have. And I've I've only been to the dye shop one time. I just have to make sure everything is just perfectly on fleek. Yeah. And I got it. Oh no, you've been I got do- the look. You've been doing great. Honestly though, like you can't let's stop not the even like in the ocean. Or the sun in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh but we let's not even start talking about how much fucking real life money we've spent in Fortnite just to get our fashions on point. I put a cap on the amount of money I spent, and I've hit it. And it's the amount of money I would have spent on a AAA game. Well, sixty dollars. Yeah, sixty human real Earth dollars. And now you can't buy 
any more games. Any more, I'm only gonna, well, no, I'm only gonna earn shit in Fortnite. I'm not gonna spend any more human dollars on it. Okay, ever. Ever. Unless it's like, fuck. But like, you do get like the V-Bucks from like ripping through the battle pass. So I'm just like holding on to them mm -hmm. as I go until there's one thing that I'm just like, have to. Well, see, there's part of me that wants to save my V-Bucks to buy the next season battle pass. Yeah. I feel like that's a better thing than buying like other stuff in mm -hmm. the store. Now we're talking about Fortnite. We have to stop doing that. We have to that. stop doing that. We just did musical <laughs> no, sin. No, no, we can't. It's a spoiler. Although probably by the time this episode drops, that will also be out. Yeah. So. Well, it's tomorrow. <sighs> anyway. So anyway, yeah. Um, this is all basically saying that like this series that Griffin did has just so much heart and so much love put into yeah. it. And it's such an easy watch. Like it's not stressful and you don't have to like keep track of shit. Cause like literally yeah. the interface of the video like shows you all of the people and all the Pokemon and what their names are yeah. and how many badges there are. And like, yeah, and so where if you miss is. something, you come, you like go do laundry and you come back and there's like a new badger, a new Pokemon or whatever. You can be like, oh, I missed that. And then you can like rewind and mm -hmm. watch it. Or if you don't care, you can just be like, oh, that's cool. He got a fucking Charizard or whatever, you know? Right. And like, it's just, it's just really nice and like calm. And it's a great thing to just kind of have on in the background while you're doing stuff. Or you can sit down and watch it and enjoy it as like, as entertainment, you know? I, I will periodically like get into a moment where I'm rewatching it. Yeah. And then I will, um, just what I do is I like watch a couple of them before I go to sleep because it's just very soothing and nice. There are some that are very stressful, um, but Griffin does a wonderful job of. Well, and um, I I'm sure uh, I'm sure Katie is listening to this because mm. she told me when we were on the phone the other day that Nuzlocke is like her favorite thing. So if you're listening, hi Katie. Um, but she said the same thing that like she's rewatched this a hundred times because like it's just. It's one of her favorite things because it's just so nice and yeah. Speaking of, hmm. for those of you who are going into this with fresh eyes, now here in the year of our Lord 2019 where all things are hell, <laughs> please be warned. Content warning. Oh, yeah. For the first oh, minute God. and 48 seconds. Actually, at a minute and 48 seconds exactly, Griffin does state, for the record, and this is in 2016, y'all, so we can't give any heat. We No one knew. But he says, a lot of these rules I borrowed from several really great Nuzlocke runs, including the blindfolded Nuzlocke run on Pro Jared and PBG. And there are some great Nuzlocke runs out there, like the ones done by P Pro Jared and PBG. I get it. Pro Jared's a scumbag. We're not going to get into it. We no. all have tea poisoning at this point, and we oh can't keep going. Oh, my God. But that being said, plus poor Heidi needs a break. Yes, we all need to give that poor woman a break and just let that fucking guy disappear. Anyway, it's not what this is about, positivity. But just like know that that's there and it yeah. exists and like don't and, like, add that, Griffin. Don't add Griffin because three it was years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was three fucking years ago and nobody knew. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and don't yeah, don't react to it like it's a new thing. So. That's that's basically my only real like contingency on that. But outside of that, I just highly recommend this. You yeah. know, there's not a lot to be said about it outside of like one, it's a good fucking Nuzlocke run. Yeah. It's like he does a great job and it's it's harrowing. Well, that's the thing but is he's like a great Pokémon player. That's the other warning is like 
if you enjoy watching Nuzlocke runs, be careful with watching this one because it will ruin every other Nuzlocke run for you ever. Like, no other Nuzlocke run will ever be as good as this one. No, because Griffin is one of the greatest Pokemon trainers of all time. But, I, yeah, I mean, like, probably of our, of our age. But also just, like, it's just wholesome and sweet and good and, like, funny and just it's everything you ever want in a video series. And, like, there's so much, like heated gamer rage moments <laughs> yeah. about like such petty things and yeah. like Griffin gets heated during this but like no more than a Pokemon justifies you know right. like no more than a fainted pit bit of like ones and zeros like really specified yeah. like he 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 will have it's a all, moment it's all for comedy though yeah. too is the other thing there's like, a couple of real moments where he'll go like no like yeah <laughs> but, but i mean you're like losing friends yeah, and loved ones it's real it's real it's a real feeling but like you know it never gets to the point where he's like fuck this and he throws the game boy D ds 3ds whatever across the i'm 90 um <laughs> he throws his atari machine across the room <laughs> Um and but yeah, a, that that adora apparatus doohickey with the sticks. That blinkamajig. The Nintendo. You gonna the, the play Nintendo, the Nintendo? The Nintendo blinkamajig. Yeah, that's the new. Doug, hold on. This isn't advertising. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we highly recommend this. Yeah, and we don't want to say too much else because again, like if you've never seen it, it's best enjoyed with fresh eyes and just. You know, really, really getting to sit down and enjoy it for the first time, yeah. like fresh out. So, sorry for this one being a little bit short, but we well, are also. Well, I think these all these upcoming episodes are going to be a little shorter, mostly because, like as we've said before, mm -hmm. it's really hard for us on a podcast to cover video content. Yes. So, if you want to see more, well, if you want to like experience more of us like talking about these these properties and doing more with them. Subscribe to our Patreon, which is Lunar Light Studio. Wait, wait, just patreon.com backslash Lunar Light HQ. And um, we're going to be start doing some Let's Play recordings where we like emulate as we normally have done, like with our Empty Bowl episode or with our wonderful episode where we emulate these um, properties to the best of our ability. So we're going to definitely do a Nuzlocke run. We're going to do an episode of Monster Factory. We're going to do our own little over overview. Um, there is yet to be any content out there as of the day this is coming out, but, but if we're getting on it. Yeah, but that's going to be happening really soon, especially now that it's the summertime and both of us are like kind of at a bit of a reprieve at the moment. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, please consider doing that. Um, it really helps. And, um, we're finally getting to a point in our donations where we're able to use that money to pay our employees. So the more and more you donate to us, the more and more we can pay the people that work for the network. So... That's really exciting for us because, you know. Not really employees, but just coworkers. Well, our, yeah, our coworkers the are. The network are, is able to pay everyone. Yeah, the, the people that that work for the network, not necessarily for us, but they yeah. work for Lunar Light. And so, you know, it's just nice to be able to compensate the people that work so hard to make things that they love. and Make this dream a reality. Yeah, and so you guys donating to us helps us, you know, make our side gig our you all the time make gig. make my dreams come true. <laughs> You're just in such a goofy mood today. I'm in a, I'm a goofopotamus. Um, I guess that's it. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at 
Good Boys Girls TM on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And as we have said before, we are proudly hosted by the Lunar Light Studio Network, which can be found at Lunar Light HQ on Twitter or at www.lunarlightstudio.com, where you can find us and all of the other shows on the network, like Badvertising, Ending Pending, Over Witch, um, and our, some new podcasts like Mock Footage, Deck of Friendship, and the Trans Questioning Podcast, Cryptid Keeper, Netflix and Kill, Storyboard, Ink Tank, Snub Dub, and so, so many more. Our um, personal Twitters, I am at Blue Space Queen. I am at Hey Stews. And once again, we do have a Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash LunarLightHQ. And please consider leaving us a review on iTunes if you enjoy what you're hearing. It really helps us and helps our ratings and helps other people find the show. And also, we don't pay for advertising. And so it would super help if you would tell all of your friends, if you know anybody that is interested in the McElroy brothers or that you've been trying to get interested in the McElroy brothers and you want to kind of turn them on to their content maybe show them our show and how fun it is I don't know but yeah so please leave us a review on iTunes that would be super wonderful and we would love you and appreciate you forever which speaking of I actually need to thank some people because it's been a hot second since we've done that all right I, again, don't remember where we left off last time. So I uh, I don't remember where we left off last time, but I want to say thank you so much to the people who've let us re- left us reviews, which is B-N-S-S-B, B-N-S-P. B-N-S-P. Um, Giles, with many S's. The One and Molly. Uh, Milo P., the, and the Doodler Fox. So thank you to those of you who left us reviews uh, about our podcast. We super appreciate and love your support. And of, again, as we always say, we read every single one and we just love and appreciate how much you love and appreciate us. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the Good Boys Girls. And as we always say, take, take a hammer, hammer and fix the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.